city at the end of 2023, early 2024. And I would suspect that that'll, ha- that'll fill up very, very quickly in recognition of the demand and the inquiries we're getting in Cove. And our next uh, objective then, our next project in relation to uh, our sixth home will be in Limerick City. And we're already having informal conversations with Limerick City Council in relation to developing that particular home. Thereafter, we're going to go to Newbridge in, in Kildare, and then we're looking at Galway and we're looking at Loud. So I suppose our ambition, which was reflected in our strategic plan, which was launched in October 2022, would be, um, you know, it would probably be reflective of where we see the challenges across the country um, in relation to the services that we're looking to develop, because we would be aware that there are homeless veterans in all of those locations. The greatest uh, capacity we have is in Dublin. And, you know, it does, that's no surprise to anybody in recognition of the fact that the greatest number of, of uh, you know, population-wise and also from a military perspective, we'd have, probably have a huge, a significant cohort of the veteran community in Dublin. Um, but we're also conscious of all of the other locations as well and, and the demand for our services. And to try and help these veterans who are struggling at O&E, you're uh, behind the Hope Couture campaign. Can you tell us what that involves? Yeah, the Hope Couture campaign was a really innovative campaign uh, that was launched last week in, in partnership with Draga 5 and Clear Story. The Hope Couture really focuses on probably the most synonymous item of clothing of equipment that an individual in Defence Forces would have, which would be their uniform. When an individual joins the Defence Forces, they have that support, they have that protective layers around them. And it's provided by their initial training. It's then provided by the camaraderie that they get from within their the, the training uh, platoon and then the courses that they go on, the unit they serve in overseas. So it's all based on the individuals that they interact with. And then the, the last part of it then would be down to the equipment that they would be provided, which would be including the uniform and all other equipment that allows an individual to deploy at home and overseas in support of, of, of whatever the, the, uh, the mission is. We took the uniform because what we try to do with Hope Couture is we try to shine a light on the invisibility of homelessness and taking the camouflage uniform, which would be seen as one of the protective layers of an individual when they serve, be it at home and abroad. We developed three uh, prototypes reflective of locations in which homeless veterans were taken off the streets of, of, of Ireland. One was a park bench. One was under a bridge and the other one was along a canal side. So we developed three particular types of camouflage and that was the, the primary focus of the whole Hope Couture video that was launched last week to shine a light on the invisibility of homelessness and to use the experiences of three residents who showed huge, huge confidence to come out from behind the shadows as such to, you know, talk about their experiences and the support they've got. Um, and again, it's about creating an awareness of what we're about and by creating that awareness, we would be very hopeful that we will generate the funding that we need in order to bridge the gap from what we get from the state and what it costs operationally in any given year to deliver the services. You've done a great job of outlining the great work that's been done by yourselves at O&E to, tr- to help support these veterans. But how can we, as a people and as a nation, better support uh, these veterans in general? Well, our primary strategic objective is in relation to providing support to veterans through our homes, through our veteran support officers, which are our counsellors and our veteran support centres. The, the, the key resource that we need in order to be in a position to continually promote our service and developer services is finances. We have a operating budget for 2023. Our operating budget is 1.1 million from which we receive 500,000 in state funding. So from an O&E perspective, it's our challenge 
to bridge the, the gap, which is approximately 600,000. And we do it across a number of different fundraising campaigns and awareness campaigns. So from our perspective, if, if any of, of your listeners, that is, and in particular those that would have an affinity to the Defence Forces, be it through service, our famil- familial connections, that family members, like we would greatly appreciate any financial support or any contribution that they could make to, to uh, O&E because all of the finances go specifically in relation to the development of services in support of struggling veterans. So it's about really maximising the, the awareness within the greater defence um, community in order to support the small, small percentage that are struggling that would have served their country both home and abroad with pride. We do have to leave it there. But uh, Cormac Kerwin, the CEO of ONE, thank you so much for joining us on Morning Focus. Thank you very much for the opportunity and best of luck over the rest the rest of the show. Thank you very much. Morning again. Focus with Sherry Fitzgerald McMahon. Access purchasers home and abroad with Ireland's largest and leading trusted property network. See sherryfitz.ie, the agent you'd recommend to a friend. Soot stains, dampness on your walls or a smell of smoke in upstairs bedrooms can only mean one thing. You may have damaged chimney flues. For a free call out, video inspection of your chimney and free estimate, call Chimney Repairs Munster, who have been relining and rebuilding chimneys for over 25 years. All work is guaranteed. Call 087 914 or free phone 1-800-283-067. Visit chimneyrepairsmunster.com. Mary Jo Duffy's Pharmacy in the Tesco Shopping Centre Ennis has a wonderful array of fragrances just arrived with up to 30% off selected brands. Treat yourself or someone close to you with a top fragrance for him or her. Or if you need to boost your immune system, pop in and see the range of multivitamins and minerals in stock. Mary Jo Duffy's Pharmacy Tesco Shopping Centre Ennis. Open Monday and Tuesday till 7, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday till 9 and Saturday till 6.30. Hi, Siobhan here from Dire Credit Union. Did you know that in Clare we have over 70,000 members? Are you a member yet? Support local. It goes a long way. Visit clarecreditunions.ie to see how you can join. Clare Credit Unions are regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Hi, Cormac O'Sullivan here from DNG O'Sullivan Hurley. Supply in the property market is a continuous challenge for buyers. At DNG O'Sullivan Hurley, we urgently require homes in all areas of County Clare. If you are considering selling your home or investment property, call the market-leading and award-winning team at DNG O'Sullivan Hurley on 6840200 or email us info at dngosullivanhurley.com. Happy news from Aldi. We've topped the leaderboard at the National Parenting Product Awards with 22 wins, making us the most awarded retailer. There were goals for our organic Mamiya baby food range, Mamiya Ultra Dry Junior Plus Nappy Size 5 Plus, and Mamiya Premium newborn mini size 2 nappies voted the nation's best nappies by parents in Ireland. So, mum and dad not using mummy and nappies yet? Oof, could be time for a change. Aldi, every day amazing. Morning Focus with Alan Morrissey. Giving you all sides of the story first. Claire FM. And you're very welcome back to the programme. Remember, it is 0818 to call us and 086 is our text and WhatsApp number. A pair of tickets up for grabs on today's show for the Marty Party this Friday at the University Concert Hall in Limerick. We're looking to find out from you whether you own anything strange or unusual or have seen something a little bit odd. What's the strangest or most unusual thing you have seen or own? Let us know with your name and location on 086 1800 964. And I'm sure uh, that uh, Siobhan 
Sean Mulcahy in her time as a county arts officer has seen and heard some strange and unusual things. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning, Alan. <laughs> the, the, the role requires it. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, we were just talking off air there, um, uh, something that we spoke a lot about on Morning Focus. The Ennis Book Club Festival took place over the weekend and all went off very well. All went off really, really well, Alan. It was lovely. Great to see the crowds back again, you know, in Ennis and, yeah, the quality of the contributions and um, uh, from both those um, authors who were invited um, uh, but also the the audience members as well. It was really, really great to see it and, um, yeah, long may continue. So say all of us. Um, looking ahead uh, to what's happening uh, ahead and at the moment, uh, earlier on we heard from Rita McInerney who's PRO with the West Clare Drama Festival. That got underway on Saturday but is running until uh, this coming weekend. Always an exciting time in Doombeg, Sean. Indeed, yeah. And I mean, this it's, it's running for, for so long at this stage now as well, you know, many, many years. Um, uh, and I suppose it really shows just uh, how important it is to the community down there that yeah. they've managed to keep it going for such a long time um, but uh, wonderful to see the, the variety of drama that's in place there um, you know you have the classics like The Chastitute by John B. Keane um, Blythe Spirit is is another one as well that's often often comes along on the circuit um, but there's also some funny ones like Dear Frankie which is based on the Dear Frankie letters um, So and the Kings of the Kilburn High Road is a, is a very popular one as well so there's a huge amount um, happening down there so best of luck to all of them and it's, it's running right through until Sunday evening when the adjudication will, will take place on Sunday evening. That's always a really important and exciting one for all to, the groups. To be, <laughs> to be a lot of, cr- lot of crossed fingers at, at that <laughs> stage of the festival. Um, we're going to move on and to Hotel Woodstock because something else we chatted about uh, late last week in the programme was this uh, interesting initiative uh, to help out uh, the Managora Ennis Women's Shed and the Deaf Community Choir that is Cinderella Recycled. Yes, yeah. So this um, they're, they're promoting it themselves as a, a rags to riches tale for the 21st century but um, a really lovely initiative of these two groups coming together in association with Opera Workhouse as well um, and nice to see it taking place in Hotel Woodstock as well you know when you yeah. wouldn't normally associate maybe yeah. going to, to see um, events so um, that's going to be taking place um, uh, sorry I've just lost my notes there now but it's coming up it's taking place on where well, I think it's the 8th on it's Wednesday the eighth, you're right yeah. sorry and Wednesday. it's sold out as well which it is, is even better it's sold out which is even better it's an early start at 7 o'clock um, but uh, happening on the 8th and of course fits in obviously with International Women's yeah. Day as well which is why it's taking place on that day but um, yes yeah, so Cinderella Recycled so uh, quite an, uh, an interesting title but best wishes for them and nice to see this this mixture as well I mean the choir themselves they've, they've really risen I think in terms of their capabilities yeah. and the work that they're doing as well over the last number of years um, and uh, it's it's uh, it's quite an uplifting experience to see the choir um, as well so it's um, it's really lovely and uh, anyone who's got tickets are very lucky. Brilliant, you're going to enjoy a great show and it's for a very, very good cause Indeed. as well. Visual arts, plenty happening now, Kilkee, first port of call. Yeah, so first of all we're going to go down to Kilkee because we have Yeni artist, um, a Ukrainian artist who um, she actually showed um, last year uh, in Ennis in the County Museum and um, she's on tour. <laughs> so she's going to be heading down to Cultural and Sweeney Gallery in Kilkee as well, um, showing the work that she has um, created. Some of it older work but a lot of it newer work since she's arrived 
here in um, Ireland um, and obviously there's a, a lovely link there because there's such a large Ukrainian population now in, yeah. in Kilkee as well so it's nice to be able to, to cater for all elements of our communities now as well and uh, wishing her the best of luck so that's going to be, um, she's actually installing it today um, so that's going to run then until the 7th of April so she'll have a couple okay. of weeks in Kilkee if anybody's passing and wants to pop into the beautiful gallery down there and the other one which isn't running as long um, is taking place in the County Museum and this is a really gorgeous exhibition that's been put together by the College of Further Education Training um, campuses in Ennis and Scarif. So these are, are run by the, the uh, Limerick Clare Education Training Board and um, it's their, their level 5 FETAC courses, the work that the students have done um, and really beautiful to see the variety of work on show there. I opened it for them last week um, thinking I was going in to just be looking at, at um, drawings but there's drawings, ceramics, fashion um, graphic design um, uh, so wonderful really to see the, the spread of the work and also the talent that's there you know for adult learners to go back and to um, tap in and hone their skills as well so that's running in the County Museum at the moment and will finish um, this week it's running until um, uh, Saturday okay. uh, in the County Museum if anyone wants to pop in they can also get information on the courses that are available as well then if they have an interest maybe as an adult learner to go back and maybe look at getting involved in creative activity. It's never too late folks never, never too late. Too late. No. Uh, moving on to music and you begin a couple of shows here uh, that we were chatting about on Morning Focus, the first of which uh, is going to be happening at uh, uh, the Atticut Hotel Doolan, which is the brilliant tribute show to a woman's heart, which again mm. is tying in with uh, International Women's Day. And uh, we had a, a beautiful version of uh, an a cappella version of a uh, woman's heart in studio uh, from Theresa Gary and some of those who are going to be performing at the show. Yeah, so uh, really, and it's such a simple idea, but an absolutely gorgeous one. Um, you know, to go back to this, um, uh, it's a tribute to the album and it was an album that resonated with so many people when it came out in its time um, and wonderful to see, you know, clear musicians going and taking this um, obviously tying it in with International Women's Day as well. Um, but, you know, some of our, our greatest singers and as you say, coming together um, in harmonies and, and uh, you know, the, the songs that we're so familiar with now again, but to, to re-listen to them in, in a newer way and maybe more contemporary way as well. Um, um, but um, really lovely and um, uh, that's taking place in the Attic in Hotel Doolin on Wednesday evening and uh, it's donation on the door and all donations will go to Clarehaven Services so a lovely event as well but one I think that will be very popular I can see a lot of people looking to go back um, both to, to revisit the album in itself um, but also to hear the new the new music that's coming from those wonderful um, uh, lady singers as well. Definitely and kudos to uh, Damon O'Rourke Cup of TTV he certainly yeah. puts on a very eclectic mixture of uh, gigs as well so there's something for everybody Definitely. Uh, if you keep an eye on what he's mm-hmm. doing um, uh, next show you want to talk about is uh, a lady who is going to be in studio with us later who yeah. will be performing for us and that's Anne Rin. Yeah lucky you um, Anne great character great musician um, and Anne is going to be performing on Friday evening in the Courthouse Gallery in Ennis Diamond. Now while this is a gallery and the exhibition will be going on there it has really risen in terms of um, uh, becoming a, a venue I suppose for music or alternative entertainment as well so um 
uh, lovely intimate space there as well so Anne is going to be um, performing with um, Tom Barry and John O'Connell as well uh, again Cup of Tea TV are, are shaping that as well <laughs> so, uh, what a, a surprise very, <laughs> surprise but it's lovely to see these sort of curated events coming out and coming out you know from from not only clear musicians but clear producers as yeah. well because that's that's another element of it um, and the, the musicians really rise to the challenge of this they really love working with um, with with each other um, so yeah so that's going to be taking place on Friday evening in Ennis Diamond and all are welcome I'm sure Anne will be able to, <laughs> to give you loads loads of chat about that when she comes in later on We certainly hope so anyway <laughs> Next in terms of books uh, the inimitable Dermot Hayes is going to be signing his book That's right yes so Dermot launched his book um, to a huge crowd out in Currafin at the weekend um, but he's going to be in the Ennis Bookshop this Saturday from half one until three o'clock launching The Road That Rises so it's a memoir of um, Dermot's uh, life I suppose um, which has been co-written with Breda Shannon and as I say there was a huge crowd turned out in, in Currafin um, there was a lot of people who couldn't make it because the book club festival was on so it's a great opportunity to go in and to um, support a local writer as well and a local activist as well so that's Saturday in the Ennis book club in the Ennis bookshop excuse me <laughs> it's okay it's, all, it's all on your it's mind, mind. Um, time was when this art slot used to be all about in Colleen Kuhn but we've moved to the, the other big Irish movie at the moment which is the Banshees of Inishirin yeah so so on uh, Colleen Kuhn she's still doing the rounds which is great um, uh, and hopefully fingers crossed for her next weekend as yep. well as the Banshees next weekend as well um, but for those who haven't had a chance to see the Banshees yet um, it's going to be in Cultural and Sweeney on um, on Wednesday the 15th of March so we'll we'll know whether they've been successful or not at that stage but in in either way um, if you have curiosity about the film you're welcome to come along and to see that so that will be taking place at half seven um, on the Wednesday evening um, after the Oscars so that's the way to remember it maybe <laughs> an after party. Um, in, in Cultural in Sweeney in Kilkee and I know it has divided audiences some people really love it and some people uh, you know it, it wouldn't be to their I taste I thought this was meant to be a comedy yeah yeah and others are gone I thought it was supposed to be a tragedy <laughs> you know? but, um, but so people can come along and make up their own minds <laughs> OK um, and finally then uh, Paddy's Weekend getting ever closer yes yeah so there's just to mention a couple of events that are going to be taking place around St. Patrick's Day um, and one for the small people because um, they're a very important element obviously of the day and Glore are having um, Joe the Magician and he's going to be back in Glore this St. Patrick's Day so he's from RTE Juniors Abracadabra a lot of people might know him and Dizzy Deliveries and he, he does um, a lovely array of spellbinding magic and illusion and really nice one for the family so if they want to come see the parade in Ennis and then head down to Glore afterwards that will make a nice day but there's also lots happening around the county as well over that weekend on Paddy's Day and there's a, a Paddy's Day shindig <laughs> happening um, out in the Yellow Submarine in Currafin and that's going to take place with the Dead Irish with special guests um, The Apprentice's Daughter and on the Saturday then Saturday the 18th of March there's a lovely concert taking place out in Canucknagwyha in Tulla um, when Frankie Gavin is going to be performing there in concert with Catherine McHugh um, and uh, that concert starts at 8 o'clock so lots to keep us entertained I think um, over the, the, the coming bank holiday weekend Wow plenty happening there that's for sure and uh, looking forward to uh, chatting with Anne Rin a little later on and hearing some music in studio for, uh, from her uh, the County Arts Officer Siobhan Mulcahy thank you very much Thanks Anne uh, Once again you've very much earned that glass of water that you're <laughs> going to need and since you mentioned Yellow Submarine uh, we're going to take the Beatles now and after which we're going to be hearing about this fundraiser in Broadford in, age of tu- in aid of the Turkish earthquake victims uh, we're going way back though with the Beatles it's I saw her standing there One, two, three, five.
the Beatles there with I Saw Her Standing There on Monday's Morning Focus. Now, a fundraiser for the victims of the earthquakes in Turkey is going to be held in Kilbana Broadford later this week. The Shoda Chamber Choir will perform at St. Mary's Church on Thursday evening. And uh, let's get more details now from Danielle O'Callaghan, who is part of the Shoda Chamber Choir and Kilbana Church Restoration Committee. Good morning to you, Danielle. Good morning, Alan. Thank you for having me this morning. Only too delighted, Danielle, to especially to highlight something that's raising money for such a very worthy cause. Mm-hmm. I think we're all touched mm-hmm. by the devastation of those earthquakes in Turkey and uh, Syria as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit uh, about yourselves, though, first, uh, the choir? Yes, um, uh, Shoda is a female chamber choir. It was formed in 2004 and they would be very well known, Shoda would be well known in the Limerick Midwest uh, region. Maura Kiri Scanlon is our director and she also conducts uh, Limerick Chamber Choir, Kentet Children's Choir and a Youth Choir. But uh, we're a group of just friends who come together um, who love to sing together and we kind of meet for friendship and fun as much as for the singing. But um, we, we hope to do a concert in St Mary's Church in Kilban. Uh, it would be really our first concert locally since COVID because, you know, COVID really um, put a halt to a lot of singing that was that was being done. So we're hoping to do a concert in Kilban on Thursday with a lot of kind of well-known songs like Nightingale Sang in Barclay Square, Lark in the Clear Air, Mr. Sandman, Boogie Woogie, those kind of songs, as well as one or two sacred pieces, because the Church of St. Mary's, I suppose, has the most fantastic acoustics. And we we hope to um, do pieces like Mary Speaks, Negro Soom. We have Owen Scanlon accompanying us on piano, and Liam Hunka, we're delighted, will be there to um, play cello. Um, I don't know if you know Kilban, St. Mary's in Kilban, Alan. Do you know? Have you visited the church? Uh, I live near 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 there, so I've passed by. I haven't oh. been inside, but you're part of the restoration committee as well. Yeah, well, during COVID, um, the the church closed for weekday and weekend masses, and it's just a small group of us got together to see if we could just refurbish it a bit, you know, it allowed for scaffolding, for paintings and that when when it was closed. Now the church has retained its liturgical integrity because we, we would have the Christmas Mass we had there this year with funeral Masses, anniversaries, actually our first wedding since the refurbishment happened last Friday. And it also has kind of been reimagined a bit into a community space so um, one one wing of the church, there's a large table there. So there would be week, weekly craft classes in the summertime. There's a ramble in where there'd be traditional music and singing and poetry reading, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, over the summer as well, there was a, um, a group got together to map the gap road walk which is a fantastic walk that uh, for those who climb near Steve or want to climb Sleeve of Barna so St Mary's really it's a beautiful church great sense of history built around the famine spectacular setting there it's a huge church wonderful acoustics good car park it's a lovely yeah. lovely venue it, it, for it, a choir it yeah. sounds like it should be a good setting for the show so just to remind people this yeah. Thursday 8pm uh, it's taking place and uh, I suppose it all ties in as well at International Women's Day on on the Wednesday it, it's a free concert Danielle but there will be voluntary collection at the end yes and I suppose no more so you said that there yourself I mean we were 
to see the tragedies unfolding in Turkey and Syria and people wonder, you know, what can I do or how can you help? And I suppose we had rescheduled a Christmas concert and this just seemed to be the right fit, really. We spoke to UNICEF because they are looking for that kind of practical help, money to, to buy emergency food and water, first aid kits, blankets, that kind of thing. So it's a free concert, uh, about an hour and a half, maybe an hour and a quarter to an hour and a half. They'll be in true Kildan tradition. There'll be light refreshments, cup of tea, coffee, something to eat afterwards. And then they will be retiring donation where we'd ask people to give generously to the UNICEF. And we let you know how we get on with that. Yeah. Do hopefully raise lots of funds for it. So if you can, uh, get along to St. Mary's Church in Kilban this Thursday, uh, the 9th of March at 8 pm. And uh, uh, Danielle. Can I just say, if you don't mind me saying, just for people who may not be sure where Kilban exactly is if you are driving the Broadford Road to Bridgetown O'Brien's Bridge it's along that road it's in South East Clare yeah in, one, in wonderful South East Clare we should say oh, Danielle <laughs> not that we're biased thank uh, Danielle thank you very much for being with us on the programme Okay, thank you. Take care. That's uh, Daniel O'Callaghan there, who's part of the Shoda Chamber Choir and Kilban Church Restoration uh, Committee. Uh, This is Morning Focus, and when we come back after the break, we're going to be hearing uh, about the new report, which uh, unfortunately shows Ireland has one of the world's worst mental health rates. Morning Focus with Sherry Fitzgerald McMahon. Ensure purchasers see the best of your property online with 360 degree virtual tours and floor plans. Sherry Fitzgerald McMahon, the agent you'd recommend to a friend. At Very, we deliver everything you need and more with over 70,000 products and free home delivery. Freshen up your family's wardrobe at prices you love. Get the very latest inspiration for your great outdoors. Level up your sports gear with the very biggest brands. With Very's choice across fashion, home, toys, gifts, beauty and electricals, you can choose the brands you love and we will deliver them for free. Shop now at very.ie. Free delivery excludes large items. Electric Ireland Superhomes can help you achieve a cosier, healthier and more energy efficient home 